Welcome to the Women on the Rise podcast. I'm Jen Blandos, and I am so excited to share with you that for the next 30 days, I am introducing you to 30 of Female Fusions members from around the world. They are going to share with you their stories of entrepreneurship, their highs, the lows, what inspired them to get into business, which I hope will inspire you along your entrepreneurial journey. Welcome to another episode of our special feature of the Women on the Rise podcast, where we are speaking with 30 female entrepreneurs from Female Fusion and listening to their inspiring journeys. And today I am joined with Teresa Choi, who has a social enterprise called Skills Three. Welcome to the show, Teresa. Thank you. Thank you, Jen. Nice to be here. Um, you were one of our founding members of Female Fusion, so we've gotten to know you and your business quite well. Yeah. For people who don't know you, maybe you could explain a little bit about who you are and what Skills Three does. Uh, Skills Three is a purpose-driven organization, social enterprise, um, and we are focused mainly on creating livelihood for women from disadvantaged communities through sewing. So a very low-tech skill, um, but with a high-impact outcome. So you Skills 3 has been operational for how many years now? I did the maths this morning, 2018. So 2018. What, what's that? My maths is pretty rubbish. Five years, six years? Yeah. Okay, excellent. Yeah. And if we could explain in a little bit more detail what you're doing. So basically you're working with a number of disadvantaged communities yeah. and teaching them how to sew. Yeah. And then whatever they they sew that they're able to sell and that gives them a livelihood. Yeah. It really is a learn and earn model. Um, we work with organizations to reach these women. Um, we don't teach on a one-to-one -one basis. It's an, an organization uh, has to identify the community and then we go in and we're the implementation partners. So what that means is that we just deliver the methodology and the methodology is ours. We've developed it over the years and it's a fast-paced um, workshop uh, Bypassing books, which is super important. The women that we work with um, really don't have the time. Not that they don't want to, but um, I think the longer they sit and learn, the, the slower it is for them to earn. And so the main yeah. thing is, it's a very practical class. Within the first lesson, they're already sewing. Um, the sessions are about five, five, six hours long, and in that they're learning to sew and make a bag. And so from the, from the outset, from day one, they're already doing something. And as for the earning part, that comes in session three. So you can see how quickly that is already. Mm. And um, it, the, the products they make are products that we design. So our, our background, there's only two of us in our organization. Uh, we combined, we have a uh, design and marketing background. So the design side is really useful. Uh, we develop the products according to um, the, the progress that women make, make as well. Uh, so their skill level. So we try to also make sure that they're not pushed and rushed. The products they make they get paid out straight away. And that's super important for them to look at the, the earning side of it all because that's what incentivizes all of us, whether we have a job or whether we're women, like the women that we work with. Um, 
but it's not just, they don't work for us. I don't want to make that really clear. Uh, we are all together working together. Um, but with the skill of sewing, they can, they can work for themselves uh, on a barter system if they don't have the means to pay each other, or even on a payment system, whether that is making clothes, whether that is hemming uh, alterations. They can work for other people as well. If they do find that they're able to do that, um, they can go and find work on their own. They can start their own business and also still continue working with us. So they have all these avenues to work. Um, in our programs, it's really important for us that we also teach them entrepreneurial skills. So like basic yes. business skills. Um, when we work with them and they're working with us, they're protected in some way. But when they go out to work on their own, we make sure that they understand things like pricing, basic accounting, so profit and loss, um, how to... like. Uh, cost up materials and how to how to make the final uh, total of how much they should be charging for their work and for the things that they sell. So combining all of that, they um, they do earn a, a decent a decent amount. Uh, some of them earn more. It's down to how hard they want to work. The incentive is the money, and uh, the the more that they sow, the more that they make, uh, the better they get. And well, it's just creates. like being an entrepreneur and running a business exactly, as well, right? Exactly, exactly. So they're all, they're all uh, a little mini entrepreneur, entrepreneurs. Oh, they're not mini, they're entrepreneurs full stop. Uh, currently, we've got about 50 women that have gone through the two programs, but on a larger scale. Um, since we started Skills 3, we've worked with 750 or so women wow. who have now been able to sew. And uh, that that means a lot because for them that's a, a, a ticket to livelihood. Yeah. Now, I, I would love to talk a little bit about mm. um, your business yeah. and look under the hood of that because we have a number of entrepreneurs, even within Female Fusion, who who want to set up a social enterprise mm. or who do have a social enterprise, but find that very challenging because when you have a social enterprise. Making a making a profit can be difficult. Um, negotiating pricing with people can be difficult because you'll have people say, "But you're a social enterprise, so why are you charging me? You should be free, or you should be cheap." Yeah. How how do you manage that? You've been doing this longer. I like how you open that with the word business because it is. We are yes. a business. We are profit making. Except the difference is uh, we are a business that chooses to uh, work in social impact. We really believe you can be a business that does good, that makes money and does good. Um, you know, before I came into this, I was doing a similar job. It was exactly the same. I was still making money. I'm still a business. The difference now is there's a different outcome. And that is the small little pivot that I had to make. Um, yes, you're right. People do believe that if they use the word social or charity in the same sentence, there's a little bit of shame or embarrassment around saying, I have a rate card or here's my rates or um, it will, this project will cost you this much or you're looking to spend this much. People do feel um, that if you're a social enterprise, that you're a charity. But, you know, we can't pay our bills and survive and put food on the table with a feel-good factor. That's pure and simple. Um, how we navigated it was we, we just stood our ground. Uh, you know, you've got to put a price tag to everything, whether it's advisory, whether it's um, uh, 
things that need to be made or whether it's a workshop, all these things have a price tag in real life. I'm not saying that search enterprises are not real life. Of course. and But that's the way we got around doing it. And we start our business. Yeah, we are a business. So what do you do when you get asked to work for free or asked to work for something which is not going to make you any money? Do you simply just say no or how do you navigate that? No. We, we never always say no. It's on a case-by-case basis. doesn't mean to say, like, the floodgates are not open now, everybody. <laughs> so, like, we're yeah. not for free. We free take doesn't it, pay the bills. Free doesn't pay the bills. But sometimes we look at the outcome. If it's a case where it's um, an opportunity that would have cost a lot for us to do or we'd never get in the first place, we look at it that way. And also, we do believe in, in helping out where we can. We have reduced rates where we can. Those who... The, uh, those who can afford to pay, we believe should pay. Yes. Fellow entrepreneurs, we'll take a look. You know, sometimes yeah. it's a barter. Yeah. You know, you can help me too. And and we believe in that. Um, so whilst we don't advocate working for free, I think it's on a case-by-case basis. But, you know, we have got quotas. Like we have got KPIs at like every other business. We, we have to reach a target. You know, we've got overheads. We've got st- we, we don't have staff, but, you know, we have um, ourselves to pay. We've got... Uh, equipment to buy, materials to buy. You can't do that for nothing. And also, if you're going to be using the feel-good factor, companies use us, say, for instance, if they want to use that as a feel-good factor, they should pay for that. Absolutely. Yeah. Like every other thing, marketing, PR, all the things. Definitely. And you mentioned something that's quite important too, is knowing your numbers and Mm. knowing how much everything costs. So then that also gives you the tools to effectively negotiate on pricing as well. I can't say that it came naturally. It was very difficult at the beginning. We definitely underpriced ourselves. And we were always embarrassed to what money. I don't know what it is. It's, we it's shouldn't like, be embarrassed no, we about shouldn't money, be. right? Not at all. But the more we spoke about it, the more comfortable we became. And we were we just can say, like, this is how much it's going to cost. Here's the rate card. Like, yeah, but, you know, not really quite sure. We've got a budget also. You know, we really want to work with you and blah, 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 blah. Well, who wouldn't if it was free, right? Right, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you know, Sure, I'll work for free to help me make money. That's a really good outcome. Yeah. Um, at the beginning, it was difficult. Um, knowing uh, knowing the numbers and being able to put a price to it has really helped. Then there's no ambiguity. Uh, simply... How much will it cost? It's how much it's going to cost. Um, I would like these bits, but not that part. Sure, there's a price tag to that as well. So I think being able to say those numbers straight away and confidently really has helped. Um, and, and going forward, I think um, there's still work to be done. There's always, pro, there's always work to be done on that part, but um, for now it works. So I, I guess for those social enterprises that are struggling with that, that really knowing their numbers to be able to effectively price something and add a profit onto it as well because part of it too you need to pay yourself a salary you need to retain profit within your bank account you can't just price it for exactly how much it will cost you that's not right either it's about being comfortable yes um stating what it is and actually also um sometimes it's just as simple as stating your theory of change or what you what they can hope to achieve by working with you and keeping it simple. I think at the beginning, I think a lot of um, entrepreneurs feel they have to justify, explain, and try and convince. But actually, you know what? 
if you want to work with us, you want to work with us. We're not gonna we're not gonna try to convert convince you otherwise. We'll explain what we do. We'll explain all the things around what we do, but that ultimately the choice is down to them. Well, because you're so niche as yeah. well that you don't have many people I don't think you have anybody doing what no, Skills 3 does. No. So that's also in your advantage as well. And, and the advantage for a lot of social enterprises that we're, that we have as members within Female Fusion as well. Nobody's doing what you're doing. You've created this business because there's a gap in the market. It's a blessing and a curse. Yes. Uh, really. Um, you know, when we when we tell them what we do... They're like, well, we can go elsewhere. It's like, sure. And we know that eventually <laughs> all roads lead back to us. But what we don't like hearing is that they've spent money, wasted time, and not got the outcome by pursuing uh, the leads that they feel would cut corners. And then it's, it comes to us, it's like a Frankenstein model by the time it comes up back to us. And then it's like a Humpty Dumpty mission to put back together again. Mm. So... Um, that's really difficult because by that point, you know, it's oh, we could have got gotten there a lot quicker with a lot yeah. less pain. Um, yeah, it is a niche, but uh, mm. it's the more that of us that do it, actually the better. And I think Absolutely. that's that's one reason why we're still in it because we really believe in it. We really believe what we do. Uh, we're passionate about what we do um, over and above everything as well. It the, the the bit that drives us every day is the people that we work with. I love that within business, when you have a business that is just, yeah. you, you love it and you see the, the change and the difference that yeah. you're making in so many people's lives. Nothing has changed business-wise. We still do the same thing every day. Yeah. We get up, we do the numbers, we do the admin. But the bit which is different is the outcome. Um, so it, it's, I think, a lot of... A lot of uh, businesses or entrepreneurs who feel like they want to do that that's the bit they're worried about like how will I how will I uh you know reach my targets or what 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 am I doing I think it's just bit by bit and I think that part is is as long as they focus no mission drift just and just making sure that they they focus on what the outcome is the rest of it all is it's just business Mm. you still need all the business skills yes Mm. and business skills are essential yeah 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 uh, you also do a lot of partnerships and collaborations. Yeah. How? What are your secrets to success for that? Uh, working with them at the rate that they want to be worked with. So again, not squeezing the price or not trying to tell them, hey, you know, working with us will get you exposure or work with us and you make you feel good. We really value what they do. Um, so we work with them in that way, uh, and through the and through Female Fusion, we've had had quite a few uh, collaborations. Um, one of them was uh, we didn't realise at the time uh, we needed a piece of art, a, a very unique piece of art, a sculpture that had to be made, and so we got a couple of recommendations. But when we turned up for the meeting. It was a uh, one of the female fusion members, and so that was really it was really nice to work with someone who's been in the network, and they delivered a really amazing piece of artwork, which is now sitting in one of the one of our corporate clients. Wow! Uh, another one also is um, things like venue partners. You know, yeah. I, I feel that uh, there it's it is good to support. 
Um, but there are some really great entre uh, entrepreneurs and business owners on Female Fusion who have great venues. And so we've worked with them to uh, blah, blah. We, yeah. We've been to so many mornings with them and it was a perfect uh, venue when we had to do something for ours. Uh, for a client event and that works really well and we love that as well with um mm. with all of our partners that they're so supportive of all yeah. of our members globally mm. that anything that they can do to support our members yeah. and especially they're very passionate about yeah. some of our social enterprises as well and helping them out so I'm so happy that you benefited yeah, from that. Yeah, and I think you know being a member as well or just being looking at female fusions like a directory at your fingertips you can it's it's your google but like you a know. vetted directory yeah as well, right? yeah that you know that people aren't going to recommend yeah. somebody who isn't good because also as well if somebody does a bad job oh they're gonna God. have to face you yeah the next time they see you yeah. it's, somebody's not going to do that i know and it's things like like payment for instance you know why yeah. would you want to be ripped off by a fellow a fellow member doesn't happen uh, corporate gifting has been something that's been really good for us actually through the through female fusion oh, um, actually you brought one of your bags with you today i would love for you to show it just I since have. we have videos yeah. so explain the story of the bag okay so the story of the bag um, this is one of our, oops, sorry, this is one of our products and it's a super bestseller. Uh, by the way, you know, our retailers also have our fellow enterprises too. And I, and I, th and I believe that one of the members actually is, is, is heading up the Jumeirah Mosque. And so yeah. our retail partners, Jumeirah Mosque, Sheikh Mohammed Center, a hotel in Go downtown. Um, these products are super relevant because um, we believe it's not just about the bag. It's not just a bag. It's the story it tells. And bringing a piece of the UAE to the world. Uh, the sadhu is, um, I would say, the, the significant fabric. It is the UAE fabric. And the, the sadhu tells different stories there are about 25 to 30 weaves and they belong to different families, different tribes, different countries within the UA and GCC. And um, each of the patterning is different, but this particular one is a UAE one. Um, also super important is that we've got our tag inside, but it's not just a tag. I'm not sure you can see how close up it is, but the women that sew the bag, they put their name to it. It gives them ownership. It gives oh. them agency to the to the so product that tells they've made the story. yeah but also we realize we also know that once they put their name in the bag they feel really proud the women that we work with uh they lead did they do lead challenging lives uh they have a lot of children to look after they're not able to go out to work um but with the skill of sewing they can do it it's a home-based business it's socially acceptable culturally acceptable but has massive potential but Absolutely. this just sends them the, uh, their work out to the world. And they really love it. And we saw productivity, like, ramp up <laughs> when, they, when they could. Incredible. Anyway, so this is the bag. And uh, it's, uh, we, made. well, it's made by all the women. They, they all learn to make this. And this is just one of about 15 core products. And in and around what they sew and what they do, if they find themselves, let's say, um, with time with with uh, time that they have not got from other work, they can just carry on sewing. So we always have our stock replenished, and so that, that we're not trend led in any way, but it means that our stocks are always are always at a level because we've got 
up to 50 women sewing at any one time the core products fantastic um, which for them is just like a, their basic money money you know re- revenue generating ideas but also sustainability is super important for us yeah we have um, because we have a design background we can rethink how think when things go wrong so the bag is as is if it goes wrong we they they cut it up because learn making mistakes is part of learning yeah like uh, any business as yeah. well and if they've sewn it incorrectly or badly they cut the bits down you can see it already kind of cuts and make down it smaller and to make it smaller bag. and it gets smaller and smaller they oh it's purse. like a little nesting doll fantastic yeah, nesting doll the side bits get turned into yoga mat straps look at that but even more smaller side even bits smaller turn into, key ring yeah key chains is there even smaller uh or that's the smallest well not heart oh a little heart yeah. <laughs> So that's the products that we make oh, and um, they're retailed uh, with all our partners and they're really popular. Absolutely. Um, I think that people just really love the idea, not just a story. I think that the quality of it all and the, the design of it, I think really makes, makes the bag a really perfect gift. Well, Teresa, thank you for all the work that you're doing thank you. um, no, and the support of just helping women who wouldn't necessarily have an income have the 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 freedom the ability to to take that back and to have some control over their lives so i feel very honored to know you you. and i feel very proud of all the work and the growth that you've had within skills three so thank you very much and thank you for being part of female fusion no it's been a pleasure and um it was it's it's always great to read from about other people and what they're doing as well so i'm looking forward to more of these collaborations and seeing what's out there thank you thank you again thanks for listening to the women on the rise podcast and our 30 most inspiring female entrepreneurs if you are inspired by today's episode why not come and join us in Female Fusion? We would absolutely love to have you. This is where you will be able to connect with the most incredible female entrepreneurs who are all committed to building a most profitable business. All you need to do is head over to femalefusionnetwork.com forward slash join. I look forward to seeing you on the inside.